Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. Okay, so today, in honor of it being Valentine's week, we are dishing and spilling the tea on our favorite romantic movies. But before we do that, let's catch up a little bit. What are you currently watching? Oh, The Gilded Age oh, on HBO too. Max. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is better than I expected. Mm-hmm. I do get the Downton Abbey vibes. Yeah, for sure. It's just an interesting point in history. Yeah. A very interesting, like little slot in history. Yeah. And just the inner workings of what New York was like then. And it's, yeah, it's a very intriguing. I'm really enjoying it. I need to watch Pam and Tommy. At first I thought it was a movie, but apparently it's like an eight part miniseries. Yeah. I had no idea either. I'll admit it doesn't come off as my cup of tea. Me neither. When I saw it, I was just like, well, I lived through it. I lived through that controversy. I know the idea behind the premise of the series to see Lily James just- She was transformative, unbelievably so. Completely transformed as Pam Anderson. I was blown away. I was like, that is amazing. Let alone like, how do you even remotely come across that script and say, I'd be a great fit for that. Lily James was not someone who I ever pictured. When they transformed her, I was floored. Yeah, it was amazing. I think they probably approached her for this role. And, you know, Lily James, she's so vivacious and just open as an actress. I could see her being really drawn to this character because, I mean, what more does an actress want than to transform completely into another person? Absolutely. So I'm excited to see that aspect of it. You know, I don't really care about the whole scandal and that sort of thing, but, you know, the acting and and seeing their take on everything will be interesting. Another thing is that Sweet Magnolias released on Netflix recently, season two. Did you see season one? No, I haven't. It's good. It's pretty binge worthy. It's from a book series. I don't know who the author is. I'll have to look it up and get back to you guys, but it kind of has this Virgin River sort of Hallmark vibe and it's very binge worthy, you know, very much like (laughs) watch it over Galentine's weekend or whatever it is. It's just good. And there's like cute guys in it. It's a sweet story. And so I'm kind of excited to binge season two when I find a moment (laughs) to write. (laughs) My next question is, what are you currently reading? Which I think I know the answer. I'm still stuck on bees. I'm in the last 200 pages of Go Tell the Bees I'm Gone. Yes. So home stretch, home Home stretch. stretch. Yeah. I don't want it to end, but I'm trying to find as much time as I possibly can to finish it between editing audio and the nine (laughs) to five and everything else in between. So yeah, I know. Finding time is right. is a very tricky thing to do. I just ordered a quart of thorns and roses. Oh, <laughs> pressuring. No, actually, okay. So my cousin Amanda, she put me onto it. She told me to read it at our launch party last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's by Sarah J. Moss. And apparently it's a Beauty and the Beast retelling. And the TV adaptation is set to be released on Hulu in the near future. So I'm like, okay, I need to get on reading this book. Amanda told me to read it a long time ago. And I've had, you know, I went read way too many romance novels last year. Not way too many. I don't regret one of them, but now I'm like on to this series. And I just finished a book that I had bought myself for Christmas called the Christmas bookshop. So Jenny Colgan is, she's a UK writer and she writes these love stories and it kind of revolves around a bookstore of some sort. And I was like, so you're reading a book about a bookstore that sells books. I'm like, yes. And I have more than one book like this. 
<laughs> so I just finished reading like the little Christmas bookshop, but I love it because it takes place in Edinburgh and uh-huh. it is like describing it. The book that I read before that called The Vanished Days by Susanna Kearsley. It also took place in Edinburgh in like 1707. And so the other one was modern day. So it was just like so interesting set in the same place, but completely different stories. And I guess that's just where I'm at these days in my reading is Scotland. So which, you know, not complaining. Right. (laughs) Okay. So it is February. We celebrate Valentine's Day this month. Galentine's. I love Valentine's Day. I love hearts. I always do a Valentine's dinner with the kids on Valentine's Day. And I just love it because you know me, (laughs) I love romance. You love love. I love love. I really do. So here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. We are talking about our favorite romantic movies. Okay. So on the count of three, let's just say the movies that we picked at the same time. One, two, three. The notebook. The notebook. I knew we were going to pick the same one, which is totally fine because we can totally dish and spill the tea on this movie. But I, as I was watching it, I was like, this is the most epic one. And I'm like, she's probably going to pick it. But I kind of think that that makes it better when I think about one of the most romantic movies. I have the notebook. Oh yeah. No, I fully agree. I wholeheartedly agree. So for those of you that have been living under a rock, the notebook stars Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams who play Noah Calhoun and Allie Hamilton. They're teenagers when they first meet and fall madly in love in the summer of 1940. Life and outside pressure tears them apart, but once Noah finds himself utterly alone, he builds Allie's dream home in hopes that she will return to him. And so this is a novel that was written by Nicholas Sparks and adapted into a movie in 2004, the year that Lena was born. (laughs) which is crazy. This is, this movie is, you know, 17, 18 years old. Just crazy. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I look at it as my 17 year old self just fell so hard, Like it was the summer of 04 and I fell so hard for this movie. Yes. And two years later, I remember throwing myself into the book. The movie, you know, doesn't always cover everything. So I bought a $10 paperback from Walmart and threw myself into it and just re-fell in love with the whole story again. Okay. So here's what's funny. I've never read the book. Oh, and I need to read the book. I ordered it on Amazon with the Court of Throne Roses. I'm like, I'm just throwing it in there. I've never read it. Which How is does crazy. this happen in history where I've read something you haven't? I don't know. This is why this is interesting. Well, when the year this came out, I had my mm-hmm. first child. So I was 20 years old, had Lena. So I was just this, all these new emotions, like new mom. And so when I watched this movie, I was just like, oh, it just like hit my soul just so deeply. And then Ryan Gosling was just a dream. And Rachel McAdams, her commitment to this character, she really should have won an Academy Award for this. Yes. She yes. was that person. She was Allie Hamilton mm-hmm. and you're fully committed to it the whole time. I mean, there were times where like her accent dropped on and off. So maybe not an Academy Award, maybe a Golden Globe. Just she was just so committed to that, the essence of that person. And um, you're just in it with them. Yeah. That year was actually the year of Rachel McAdams movies. She was Regina George. Mm-hmm. The year before that, she was in The Hot Chick. So you just get all this. She was up and coming. Oh yeah. yeah just... Up and coming big time. Mm-hmm. And then the 
notebook just for sure solidified her everywhere. Yeah, she was on top of her being amazing. just a phenomenal actress in general. Rachel McAdams was perfect for that role. I mean, and it's no surprise that her and Ryan Gosling like had a romance after that. Like, how do you do a movie like that and not fall in love? With your oh, yeah. star? No, I agree. And that was the thing when they broke up. I was like, love is dead. It doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, it was pretty sad when they broke up, but it happens. When I first read The Notebook, mm-hmm. I was on a Nicholas Sparks kick mm-hmm. and all of his stories mainly take place in North Carolina. So mm-hmm. when I was 19, I made it a bucket list goal to do a Nicholas Sparks book tour. And oh, let's do that. Yeah. Whether we're old ladies and retired and we just, you know, drive up the North Carolina coast. And I was like, where's Seabrook? Tell me I'm a bird. If you're a bird, <laughs> Get, you know, well, give- reenacted. Right. And like, just throw a, uh, what is it? A Hey girl meme at me. You're Ryan Gosling. I'm like, Hey girl. Yes. I do want boyfriend material. Yes. All day, every day. (laughs) So my newly established bucket list goal is for us to go to North Carolina and do a Nicholas Sparks book tour. Let's do it. Okay. Now you got to give me a list of each one I need to read. Oh, so we'll do it. There's tons. There's tons. So don't let me forget to tell you the Ryan Gosling story I have. (laughs) Well, just tell me. Yeah. So you're ready to hear my Ryan Gosling story. Yes. Tell me your Ryan Gosling story. I need to hear this right away. So as some of you might know, Ryan Gosling is a former Mouseketeer on the Mickey Mouse club Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. the early nineties childhood, all the things, right? Yes. So he's also a very dedicated Disney fan and annual pass holder. Would every once in a while. Yeah. He loves coming into the park. I would always hear all my coworkers say, oh, I caught Ryan Gosling today. Like I saw him with a plaid. I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, why? (laughs) When is it going to be my day? Oh, (laughs) you know, and Oscar Sunday, I want to say the year was 2013 and the year I, was 2013. Right. And I was going back to base. I was working. What is base? Base is where you go and check in with your team okay. to go. Well, in this case, I was dropping off batteries and reloading to go back out. I love but- all your Disney lingo. And all I'm right. like, <laughs> I, I can kind of know what most of it means. Like the plaid, like I know is like the concierge person that walks with your group all day and gives you the best Disney day ever. Yes. I knew that one. Okay. So I'm on my way back to base and I take a different route right behind what would have been Tower of Terror to go back to base. I see a plaid and then I see this gorgeous tall human being with his entourage of guy friends. It's drizzling. Oh man. And I was like, this is the closest thing I'm ever going to get to a notebook moment. And in (laughs) that like brief moment, I was like, this is how I get fired. This is how I lose the name tag. This is deuces Mickey. Like, you know, it, it was that brief moment of, oh, I could definitely get fired right now, but like and, on the tip of like hysteria, you're like, yeah, I was about like, to do something crazy. Yeah. And I didn't, but then I realized I'm in costume. I'm on the clock. I can't take my phone out and be subtle because if you take your phone out on stage, you know, or backstage and somebody catches you, that's a fireable offense. Yeah. And you don't want to do that. I need someone to witness me witnessing Ryan Gosling right now. (laughs) So it makes for a better story later. So I immediately make a beeline to base, grab my closest female coworker friend, Kat, and she's on the character team. And I was like, Ryan Gosling's in the park. And she's like, oh yeah, I heard that. And I'm like, no, he's at tower. Let's go now. And she's in the middle of doing her lead report and other people (laughs) are waiting on her computer to do their lead report. And I was like, sorry, Kat, this is, this is so important. Like I, 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 we're witnessing history right now. Okay. And she was like, uh, okay. And 
every other guy in base right now is like, yeah, this does nothing for me. Um, can't relate. Sorry. <laughs> you know. And so I pull her, we're just angry power walking around the corner. And I was like, that's him. That's him. Oh my God. See this. We are witnessing beautiful. You see history. what I'm seeing. <laughs> yes. And it's raining. And this is the closest thing we're going to get to a notebook moment. Just tell me if you're a bird, I'm a bird. So I can like really take this in. And she was just like, oh, he is tall. And that was it. And I was like, oh, this is so much more than you, you know, right now. Ah. 17 year old me (laughs) is dying right now. (laughs) That's amazing. You know what I would have said if it was raining and I was just, I would have been like, it wasn't over. It still isn't over. (laughs) Oh, that scene replays in my mind all day, every day. So good. Yeah. Let alone, it was a beautiful day and I was, it was Oscar Sunday and I will never forget it. And I had that moment. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like the movie is like that. There's just so many moments that are just like carved into your brain. Like when they dance to, I'll be seeing you in the middle of the street. Oh, that becomes a thing that they say, I'll be seeing you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just something so sweet about young love. You're just so open. You give all your energy and you love like without any sort of hesitation, nothing holds you back. You just throw your whole self into it. It's one of those things where it's like, they're coming from two different worlds. You see that isn't, it isn't gonna, <laughs> the people are going to stop them from being together. And, you know, but I kind of, the thing that I like about Ali is she's very unapologetic about loving him. You know, mm-hmm. she, I mean, I think it's because she was spoiled too. She's like, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. Like to her parents, she didn't care. She didn't try to hide. Right. She was with him and she threw a lot of fits. She was really emotional. I remember watching it. So when I watched it for the first time at 20, I don't remember her feeling as an, as emotional because maybe because I was closer in age. Okay. Now I'm like, wow, she was so emotional about every single thing, every single thing. She had zero chill. You know, I think that's kind of what Noah loved about her because he was kind of more calm and even Mm -hmm. keel. And like when he said, you have a two second rebound rate and then you're back doing the next pain in the ass thing about her. (laughs) Like he knows how she is and he's fine with it. He's like, we're going to have to work really hard, but there's nobody else I'd rather do that with. You know, he's kind of more of this subtle, but determined person. And she's like vivacious and, you know, impulsive and just like bright and shiny. And they're like the perfect match. Yes. Noah gave me very unrealistic expectations of men with how hard he fights for his relationships and just how dedicated he is, how persistent he was in making Allie his girlfriend. There's, there's no way in today's day in history of men, are you going to see a guy go and scale a Ferris wheel to get a girl's number? That's no, that's how you get arrested. But we thought it was super charming. And we we're like, yes, girl, get hit. You know, <laughs> yeah. just scream it a little louder. <laughs> you, know? you know, I think there are romantic guys out there. I think nowadays with phones and everything, it's taking the romance out of everything. Oh yeah. It's funny because my brother gave me unrealistic expectations of how like charming and kind that men can be because mm-hmm. he's like, I mean, I, he's just like kind of a perfect human. Okay. He would disagree. But when he met his now wife that he's been married to for almost 20 years, my sister-in-law, he you know, would like blindfold her, take her on a date and like have a picnic on the beach. It was funny because I guess he was taking her to a picnic on the beach, but he made her think he was driving her into Mexico and he would like change the radio station and make it seem like it was going into like Spanish. She's <laughs> like, where is he taking me? But he was just like very romantic, very sweet. So when I, you know, I'm like, well, of course, Ryan Gosling is like this. That's how my brother is, you know, like how he is just like kind of genuine, but yes, it did ruin it. Cause 
majority <laughs> of the time guys are not like that. I know they're out there somewhere, but yeah, definitely unrealistic expectations, but that's kind of why we love it. Right. Yeah. Serious question for you. Did you ever coerce a boyfriend into watching this movie with you? No, no. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Uh, don't care. I'll no? watch it myself. No, don't need, don't need anyone to watch with me. Right. I vividly remember we TV host notebook marathon during Valentine's day weekend. My then boyfriend being super irritated that he got stuck watching it with me. And I was like, well, you didn't make plans. So now you have to third wheel it with Ryan Gosling. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it, we would just watch it on repeat or he would go out, work on a car, come back. And he's like, are you kidding me? You're still watching. I was like, there's no wrong time to watch this. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was so frustrated. And then he got me back with watching tombstone and quickly down under on repeat. It was the worst. <laughs> that is the sacred Valentine's day moment. I have watching the notebook. <laughs> it's so good. Just some of the scenes, like when she sees Noah's picture in the paper oh, yeah. and she faints in the bridal shop. And then you see her in the tub and she has her veil on and she's like drinking wine. I'm like, that cracks me up. I love that. <laughs> she's just like crap. Yeah. There's the love of my life with our house. Yeah. With our house that he said he was going to build. And it looks just like how he said he was going to build it for me with my specifications. Mm -hmm. And then when she goes and sees him and he takes her on that boat ride with all the swans, just like the game over going into the lake with the swans. And and then he knew where they were going to migrate to. I'm like, you are just too pure. And then now you have this beard and it's wonderful. Oh, right. That was a game changer too. You yeah. thought you could not get any more hot. And then you're like, Oh, add the beard. Then they Bugs. gave him a beard and then they have it rain. And then you can see his muscles through his white shirt. Mm-hmm. It's just like somebody just kill me now because this yeah. is yeah. Very but- unrealistic expectations of men. <laughs> but here we are. Yes. I mean, but it just fills that space. I mean, it's just so utterly romantic. And then when, you know, it keeps going back to present day and like, you know, present day, Noah and Allie, they're in a retirement home and she has dementia and he has a lot of heart problems, but he's reading her this notebook so that she can remember. And then when she remembers and she's like, how long do we have? He's like, last time it was only a few minutes. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. You know, but he spends each day reading this to her so he can have just a few minutes with her. Mm -hmm. The growing old with your loved one. Mm -hmm. That's what gave me hope. You're like, oh, they do exist. Grandma, why didn't you tell me? You know, and (laughs) she would, my grandma would always say, oh, your grandpa's very romantic. He has a heart of gold and would just leave it at that. But I was just like, is he Noah Calhoun? Is he <laughs> Like <laughs> is he- what level are we talking yeah. here? And she could never elaborate on it, but to see that elderly grown-up love that you strive for. Oh, all day. Yes. <laughs> I love how you call it grown-up love. And we're like clearly grown-ups, but yep. no. <laughs> yeah, that enduring sort of love that you've had to fight for for years when they're dancing after she remembers and she's apologizing, he's like, it's all right. You just went away for a little while. She's like, how are the children? And he's like, they're good. And and then he has another heart attack shortly after she like was remembering him for a few minutes. And then she kind of relapses and forgets. And you see her in the hospital and she's like clearly missing him because even though if she doesn't remember all that, like somewhere in your subconscious, you're just that part of you. And he's so much a part of her. Mm -hmm. So here's something that's really, really interesting. Lena and I watched this movie last night on HBO. Max. 
and they did not include the final scene where the nurse comes in and finds them having passed on in their sleep holding hands. Oh, it just showed them falling asleep. And then he says, I'll be seeing you. And then the credits roll and there's no end credit. There was nothing. It just ended. And I told Lena, I'm like, this is not how the movie ends. She's like, yeah, it's just like that. I was like, no, there's a whole other scene. And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, heck yes. So I felt a little crazy. And then I found the (laughs) clip on YouTube to prove it to her. And I can't for the life of me figure out why they would leave that out because she said, do you think our love can do miracles? And he's like, yes. She's like, do you think it can take us away together? And he's like, you know, yes or whatever. But then we don't get to see that happen. And then it shows that that was the last miracle of their love, right? Like the whole thing. And I can't figure out why they would not show that scene. Yeah. I don't know. It's not mainstream cable. Where they it's HBO. Yeah. I mean, they're not on an allotted time slot right? where they have to cut things short. So I don't know for the life. Me can figure it out. Rude. So I'm wondering, I'm like, is that the only version that Lena's ever seen? Oh, you know, maybe she has. She's like, no, that no, they don't. That's how it ends. I'm like, it absolutely does not end that way. I've seen this movie at least 475 times. So anyway, that was really weird. (laughs) Gosh. Just such a good movie. I love everything she wears, you know, just the forties, that whole thing. And I'm like, you know, and I was thinking last night because they reunite in like 1947. And I was like, well, one more year till Claire comes back through the stones. And then she has to live a whole life without her love, but she'll get back to him eventually. I'm like thinking of like this weird cross timeline. Yeah. yeah. The timeline. I just, you know, I love things. Yeah, where's Fraser's Ridge in North Carolina. Yeah. I'm like, go to Fraser's Ridge. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's funny. It's in the same, that would be a really fun trip. Right. We go there. We do. And then we find where that is. Right. And then do a whole thing. Step aside, be- Sam and Graham. Yeah. <laughs> Morning, Julie are on a trek. <laughs> and we can get a convertible and have like the head scarves, like Thelma and Louise. But since we're, <laughs> we're, we're so like by the book people that we're going right. to like enforce rules rather than break any. Right. Like we're going the speed limit and nobody's dying today. <laughs> we're taking our vitamins. But that would be a fun trip. We'll have to plan that and then chronicle it right. when we're there. Podcast. That do would a be- whole episode on tour. What's <laughs> I wonder what the best time of year to go to North Carolina. Like when is it the most beautiful? We'll have to figure this out. Probably not hurricane season. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. That's like end of May through like October, right? Yeah. Yeah. So April. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We could do that. Huzzah. Huzzah. We're going to North Carolina. Right. A close runner up was of course, Pride and Prejudice. But I feel like with that movie, it's a lot of waiting for the romance to happen. And the romance is at like the very end, but this movie, the romance is all throughout. So it's like, it was kind of, for me, it's like, there's just so much more. Oh, it's just heart clenching and wonderful the whole time. And nothing really compares to it as far as, you know, romantic movies go. My close second was The Great Gatsby. Which I still need to watch. Yes, yes. But there's more drama than romance in it. it. There's plenty of romance, but there's, it's just as much drama. And- over the top everything yeah because it's a roaring 20s and it's it's just perfect and i love that book to screen adaptation too but the notebook all day every day true it takes the cake yeah for sure it really does and now it is time for the fangirl spotlight of the week the fangirls podcast is on etsy our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom inspired artwork in digital download form with prints inspired by outlander bridgerton harry potter marvel and more you are sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom we are offering 10 percent off our store with the code fangirl the link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes Fangirls podcast is brought to you by believe podcast network and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast 
If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that we can reach more people. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all the latest episodes. We love hearing from you, so connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called The Fangirl's Favorite Things, inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. We here at Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Hulu, HBO Max, or Netflix. Or Disneyland. And unfortunately, Ryan Gosling. Or Disneyland or Ryan Gosling. Just really big fans. Huge. Really big fans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.